Hey guys, super quick pre-roll today, uh, but I really would like to invite you um, in case you don't follow me on Instagram. I really would like to, to invite you to do so. Um, head over to Instagram. Um, you find my profile. That's Ben underscore underscore ID one one as the number um, because Instagram is really becoming more and more our central most up-to-date information app where we share videos, um, news whenever we have new blog posts, whenever we have new podcasts, a lot of pictures, information materials. Are really, it, 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 it becomes our central information hub and I would love to, to welcome you um, in the community to join uh, thousands of others, um, aviation enthusiasts. So head over Ben underscore underscore ID1 on Instagram. Would love to to welcome you as a follower. And now let's get into the podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to the ID One Audio Experience. Um, super glad to have you with me again today that you've tuned in, um, especially since uh, today is going to be another very important episode from my point of view. We are talking about airline operations today. Um, we are going very, very deep into airline operations and it will be very valuable because I would like to present, to explain to tell you about a, as I always like to call it, an unknown approach to reducing airline turnaround times. Sounds bold, I know, I know, um, but I think I can deliver. Um, so stay with me, um, listen for the next 10 to 15 minutes when I'm going to, to present you that unknown approach. Um, at least for many, many people out there, even if, they're, if, if you're working for an airline, I'm pretty, pretty sure that you don't know about that approach. Um, let's see if I, if I can deliver. So as always, let me give you a little bit of context, especially if you are not that deep into um, airline process. Let me give you a little bit of context and then we, we dive right into the, the unknown approach and how that helps to um, reducing airline turnaround times. A little bit of context. I think reducing the turnaround time. This is this is actually this is one of the ultimate goals um, for every airline, and especially in such in such testing times like like right now, with with growing complexity, turnarounds are actually getting more complex at the moment. And I've I've talked about that in one of my last episodes. Um, it is even more important um, to try to to stay efficient and to try to even reduce the turnaround. Also, it's getting more complex. Um, and the turnaround process, I think I really can say that it is more than any other airline operations process. It is the key. It is the key to an airline's efficiency. And I, I, I always like to, 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 to tell that, I don't know how to call it, example or that story. If, if you ask people from airlines, if you ask an airliner to name or to tell you an airline saying, many, many of them will answer the following. An aircraft only earns money when flying. 
And I, I know that that sounds like a like a hackneyed saying, but but it's one hundred percent correct. One hundred percent correct. An aircraft on the ground, first and foremost, reflects costs. It reflects costs. It costs the airline money. And therefore, airlines have been trying to reduce the turnaround time, as I already mentioned, for ages, for decades. And the calculation is, it is pretty simple, right? Shorter turnarounds result in, first of all, reduced, cost, reduced costs, because you can reduce the operating hours in total, the operating hours of an aircraft. And second, shorter turnarounds can result in more available flying time that the airline then can use to earn more money. So if you can reduce um, the turnaround time, let's say by five minutes, and you have a, uh, an aircraft um, which is performing, let's say, eight legs on a day, you can reduce more than half an hour of operating time and potentially can add another flight like at the end of a day. Um, of course, it'll be a short one, but I think you, you get the point. Um, so shorter turnarounds reduce, uh, lead to reduced costs and to more available flying time. And I think in, in that context, low-cost airlines are, are probably the, the type of carriers that, that really squeeze that idea or squeeze the, the, the potential out of that idea. They cut or they reduce every process step that drives complexity and the duration subsequently of turnaround times. We're talking about catering, we're talking about boarding, we are talking about loading, and so on and so on. So just, just think about, I'm, I'm not sure if you ever thought about that in, 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 in this way, think about the free seating at a, at a low-cost airline. Why do they do that? Because it helps low-cost carriers to achieve faster turnaround times, because people don't have to search for their seats. They just sit where they want. It speeds up the boarding, it speeds up the turnaround in total. Or another example, high baggage fees. This is not only about creating additional revenue. This is one part for sure. But it is also about reducing the amount of baggage because if I have to pay for it as a passenger, I think twice. Either I pay for it or I try to travel without luggage and put everything in my hand luggage. What, what is the result out of that? The result is less baggage. The result is a um, shorter loading time and ultimately shorter turnaround times. So low-cost airlines, as I said, have, have somehow led the way to shorter turnaround times over the last decades. And um, many, many network carriers or legacy carriers tried or have been trying to to adapt the concepts wherever possible. And therefore, you, you may ask how it is possible to, to further reduce turnaround times. What is your unknown approach? Um, how to do that? Um, so well, I'm going to tell you in a minute, but before I do that, I have to explain some, let's, let's how to call it. I have to explain some turnaround essentials, um, but no worries. It won't get too complicated, um, I'm with you. Um, but I think it's, it's really essential to understand then this, this unknown approach to reducing turnaround times. So, an aircraft turnaround process. 
this is a, a process that consists of many different sub-processes. And I'm pretty sure you, you know most of them. It's about passenger deboarding, cargo offload, baggage offload, cleaning, catering, fueling, baggage loading, passenger boarding, so maintenance aspects, many other different um, um, sub-processes. Obviously, many of the sub-processes have to follow a defined, precise, and also logical sequence. The easiest example, you can't board passengers before deboarding is complete. That you can try it, but, but I'd say you will run into some problems um, when passengers try to board um, before the, the arrival passengers um, have deboarded. Um, now, however, and in, in order to carry out an efficient process, airlines try to, to parallelize tough word for German, I can tell you, parallelize many processes, um, as many processes, let's put it that way, as they try to parallelize as many processes as possible. That doesn't work for all processes. As I just said, it's impossible to, to, um, to um, board and deboard passengers at the same time. You can't um, do that in parallel. But especially and usually they are executing fueling, catering, and cleaning in parallel. Those are the three process steps that can be perfectly executed in parallel. That also means that each of those three process steps, fueling, catering, cleaning, have to be completed before the next process step, and this is usually boarding and loading, can start. Okay, understood so far? So boarding, uh, sorry, fueling, catering, cleaning, are executed in parallel, but all of the three steps, fueling, carrying, cleaning, have to be completed until the next step, which is usually boarding and loading of baggage, can start. That was the first important thing you have to understand. Now, let's get a little bit more into detail. This, this parallel execution of fueling, catering, cleaning, this, this was an essential essential step many airlines took to, um, to achieve faster turnaround, which, which is obvious. If you do things in parallel, you can, uh, you can be faster. Thing is, it also represents a bottleneck. And to be more precise on that, whatever process out of those three, fueling, catering, cleaning, takes longest, also defines the length of this part of the turnaround. Or to say it in other words, an airline can have the fastest cleaning and the fastest catering process in the world. As long as fueling is super slow, the airline won't accelerate the overall turnaround. Makes sense, right? And now we're getting closer to the problem that leads us to the unknown approach that reduces the turnaround time. The problem is, and this is based on a, on a major, major, huge study um, which was conducted by um, the Institute um, of Logistics and Aviation. And they, they really made a, a huge in-depth analysis of airlines' turnaround process. process. And they, they presented the results at the um, so-called International Conference on Researching Air Transportation. So really very, very bright bulbs, very, very intelligent people, um, which are... Um, <laughs> 
which which talk about very complex things and with a lot of mathematical formulas and all that stuff I don't understand but I can tell you what the result was but because this is um, the important thing they found out that in most cases in most cases equals to 56 percent 56 percent the fueling process represents the bottleneck of the three parallel processes, fueling, catering, cleaning. Accordingly, that means the fueling process limits the overall turnaround time of more than every second flight an airline performs. Now, what does that mean for, for your airline, for an airline? Um, I think that the results that the, the Institute of Logistics and Aviation um, presented inevitably leads to two, to two things. First, an airline must be aware that the fueling process is the bottleneck of every second turnaround they execute. Every second turnaround they execute, fueling is the bottleneck of that three in parallel process. And that leads to the fact that reducing the fueling process duration directly leads to a shorter overall turnaround time, at least for more than 50% of their flights. So to, to, to repeat that, because this is the important part here before we get into the solution how to do that, 50%, more than 50%, 50, 56%, of turnarounds. It is the fueling process that is the bottleneck of the three parallel process. Reducing the fueling process duration leads to an overall improvement reduction of an airline's turnaround process. All right, that was, I, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very sorry. I, I know that was, that was very theoretical there was numbers there was it was tough but i think it was extremely essential to understand to have that clear picture that fueling limits the turnaround of more than 50 percent of an airline's turnaround um, or of flights so first congrats you made your way through that really tough part of the podcast now it's time to tell you how to improve that. Um, so you understood that fueling in many cases represent that, that limiting factor. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure you ask yourself, okay, good to know, um, but that, that, that doesn't help me as long as I don't know how to shorten that process. Good news, good news, good news are on the way. There is, and I'm going to tell you now, this unknown approach. There is a straightforward way to do this. And I'm, I'm pretty sure actually, that your airline, that you, your airline, hasn't implemented that approach yet. <laughs> That's why always, I always like to call it the unknown approach. Actually, it's, it's not a secret approach, I have to say that. It's not my secret approach. Um, but a relatively new way of executing the fueling process and a way that, an approach that represents a digital method of doing that, that some major airlines already use. So it's not a um, entirely new approach and it's not entirely secret, 
but it's still unknown for many, many airlines. However, there are carriers um, out there, huge network carriers um, in, in Europe, um, in, in Asia, um, who already use that. Um, the whole thing, or the, the whole, the, the key, let's call it the key to that shorter fueling process is called, and if you're following the podcast for a longer time, now probably um, the, 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 the puzzle pieces um, are put together. It's called electronic fueling. Electronic fueling. So what is electronic fueling? Straightforward explanation. Electronic fueling aims to digitize the entire fueling process. The core idea is to connect airlines and fuel provider and enable a digital exchange of fuel um, process-related information. That means fuel orders, acknowledgements, process milestones, fuel slips, fuel receipt, all the things that have to be exchanged during the fueling process are exchanged, as it should be in the 21st century, digitally. No more paper, no more manual, no more verbal process. Everything is digital. So it really eliminates electronic fueling, eliminates manual, verbal, paper-based process steps. Pretty easy. So the thing is now, um, the results are really remarkable. Um, some major airline group um, conducted analysis after implementing electronic fueling. And they came up with a number of a overall reduction of the fueling process duration by or of as much as 25%. So to say that very, very slowly switching from a manual verbal fueling process to a digital fueling process helps an airline to reduce the overall fueling process by as much as 25%. The entire fueling process, and I say that in other words because it's so extremely important, the entire fueling process is 25% shorter compared to the current traditional verbal manual fueling process. Now, if we assume, and, and this is an official number, an average process duration, an average fueling process duration of 12 minutes. Of course, this, this depends on, on the aircraft type. It depends on the, the amount of, uh, on, on, on the amount um, that has to be fueled. There, there are several factors, but on average, um, the average, average um, duration of the fueling process is 12 minutes. If we assume that average process duration of 12 minutes for fueling, this leads to a process reduction of three minutes. Three minutes. 25% of 12 minutes, three minutes. And now, putting the pieces together, since we know that fueling limits every second turnaround, it also consequently, ultimately, directly leads to a three-minute decrease in the overall turnaround time. Three minutes. This is a, it sounds small, but it's a huge, huge reduction of the overall turnaround process. And you always have to think about if an airline, let's say a bigger airline, um, 
operates 1,000 flights a day. We are talking about roughly, I know this number is not entirely correct, but we are talking about uh, 3,000 minutes of reduction every day, every single day. As I said, the 25% the, the are based on a study that, that works, that is, that is right. The fueling process itself, we have to talk about averages here, that might vary um, according to the aircraft type and the amount of fuel. Um, this can be a bit more, a bit less, um, but I think it, it makes sense to work with an average here. Summarized, and I think this is just so, so, so essential today, it's, it's time for a little summary to really give you, to provide you the essentials once again. Fueling, as, as we just heard, represents the bottleneck of 56% of all aircraft turnarounds. 56%. That means accelerating that fueling process directly leads to shorter overall turnaround time. And with electronic fueling, we have an approach that helped major airlines to cut their fueling process by as much as 25%. Now, electronic fueling therefore represents an approach that allows airline to achieve faster turnarounds. So now you know the unknown approach, how to reduce um, turnaround times. Sorry, um, I would be happy as always to receive your thoughts on that. As always, you can hit me up on Twitter um, ben underscore underscore ID1. You can find me on Instagram, same nickname, Ben underscore underscore ID1. You can find me on LinkedIn. Um, I'm very happy to receive your thoughts. I hope you enjoyed. I hope as always that this episode provides some value that you can, can make use out of it, um, that you can probably implement a discussion at your airline about turnaround times, about how a digital approach can help you to reduce turnaround times. And of course, this is the, the, the ultimate goal to reduce costs during those testing times. And if that helps, I'm, I'm, I'm super, super happy um, that I, I could spark some ideas and um, yeah, provide some food for thoughts today. That's it for today. I'm more than happy to welcome you again tomorrow. Um, to another episode of the ID1 audio experience. Till then, take care, stay safe, all the best, and bye-bye. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So. Um, really means the world to me head over to youtube search for information design one the word one not the number one and then you will find our channel uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content have a great day cheers and bye bye